Talion has found himself at a low point in his journey. He's lost his ship, he's lost his cargo, and Brennan, the black marketeer he broke out of jail, is now in the hands of pirates. Talion, however, was rescued by an old scavenger in the Maelstrom. The scavenger is no good Samaritan and expects a reward for his efforts. But in the midst of ever-changing fortunes, will Talion get back on track? Or will he become another lost soul in the outskirts of colonized space? And welcome back to Reforged Imperium, where we get to find out what's happening to Talion Archer this episode. Um, a couple of things I do kind of want to kind of uh, take care of a little bit as we get started here, because at the uh, as I was reviewing the uh, the footage for the last episode, I, that's when I kind of noticed that there were some uh, things that I calculated incorrectly when it came to the dice. A few times I counted tens as ones when I shouldn't have, and two of them I think were at kind of critical moments. One of them was. Uh, when Talion uh, was first fighting the pirates, uh, and the second time was when um, he was trying to repair his ship for the first time after he kind of woke up, after the pirates had come and, and taken the cargo, as well as taken then uh, Brennan as well. Um, and so I don't want to go back and redo everything, because I think the storyline has kind of progressed, and I think the way the story is progressing, is, it's fine, it's a perfectly good way to do that. But I do want to kind of make minor, minor adjustments as part of that. One of them will be, I think, probably the easiest way, easiest way to do this is let's go ahead and reset our momentum. So instead of being at zero where we're currently set, uh, we're going to go ahead and move that back up to two. Just I think as a, as a simple reset thing to do, just to kind of level the playing field a little bit. Uh, and the other thing um, I want to do as well is because Talion had taken some parts off of his hover bike um, after the first attempt failed, he's like, okay, I'll strip these parts off and maybe I can use them as kind of a way of being able to, to kind of justify how to try to do uh, a fixing a second time. And I think because of that, then uh, let's go ahead and uh, make then his hover bike not have suffered the damage that it had, because he probably would not have done that if there would have been some success in fixing up his ship. The other little housekeeping thing that I do want to do as well is because we had then, Brennan was, ta uh, was taken by the pirates, but the other thing uh, is that the cargo was taken and we never kind of really decided what that cargo was going to be. Um, I kind of always initially kind of imagined it as being something related to a, a future mission of his, um, but that wasn't kind of really set in stone. So let's go ahead and figure out what was then the thing that was taken from him. So let's do a, um, uh, let's ask the Oracle and I think let's, um, let's do theme and descriptor. So we're, oh, oh 100, wow, okay. Um, 116, okay. So theme 100, world and 16 BA chaotic. Chaotic world, wow, okay. Um, chaotic world, that's not immediately jumping anything out of my mind, so let's go ahead and add one focus, and maybe that'll help kind of clear things up just a little bit with a 73, and a 73 is a sector. Okay, wow, um, <laughs> that, kind of blows your mind a little bit when we're talking about something that's chaotic, something that's a world, and something that's a sector. Okay, what could that be? In a lot of ways, I had kind of been hoping that it might be something that was kind of related to uh, his overall background vow, which of course is I will kill those responsible for taking my memories. Um, but I don't think then that with what we got here from the Oracle is going to help us much with that. Instead, I think maybe what we can do is I think this is some sort of device. Now remember, Italian is a assassin. Uh, so his main occupation is kind of politically motivated murders, etc. And so that's what he does. 
Um, I think then what we're going to do is I think this is some sort of device that is kind of connected in some way, something similar kind of, uh, kind of in modern terms, kind of an atomic bomb. So I think it's some sort of um, destructive force. And since it affects both a world and a sector, I think then probably what it's going to be is it's going to be some sort of, that's what it'll be, it'll, some, it'll be an EPS device, EMP device, an electromagnetic pulse. So basically then uh, what it's going to do is it has the ability then to kind of shut down the um, electro, anything that's kind of electronically uh, oriented. Um, and I think that it has a pretty large range on it because we do have this issue of it being a sector, so it's gonna kind of be a large range. So it's not just associate itself with a particular world that we're dealing with, but I think it kind of pulls itself off in a larger way. What Talion wants that for and how that's going to be, we don't know yet, but that's something that he needed, so that's something that he does want to get back. So anyway, let's jump right back into the action of where things are at. All right, so Talion uh, is now in the ship with Isaac Zhang, uh, and they are going then to the coordinates uh, that uh, the ship is supposed to be at. And as I, as I stated in the last episode, when they arrive, the ship is not there. Um, and I think Isaac is getting uh, very, very agitated about this because it's something that, that should have been there because uh, he works on the Maelstrom. He knows this area, he knows how things work. He knows how it would have floated with the gravitational eddies that were there, so it's not there. You can also tell then the Italian is definitely a little bit upset at the, about this as well. Is it that uh, he's not sure about, uh, about Isaac? Is he trying to extort something more out of him or whatnot? I don't know, but... Um, yeah. The ship, it's supposed to be here, but it's not. I, 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 don't, I don't understand what the problem is. It, it must be your fault. You've got something in your ship that stops me from being able to find it. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. No, I don't, I don't, it's definitely not that. My, you saw my ship had a lot of problems with it. It was disabled. How could I possibly have somehow interacted with it to make that happen? No, no, no. And I think at that point then, um, the uh, Isaac is going to, because remember, Isaac is not only cunning, but he is also a violent individual. And so I think at that point then, Isaac is going to pull out his knife. You must tell me where it is right now, or it will not end well with you. Now, Talia then, uh, he is still a little bit injured, so he doesn't want to have a kind of a direct confrontation then with Isaac at this point, so he's gonna try to persuade him. So I think then we're going to a compel role um, in which he is trying then to kind of calm him down, talk to him down, say, okay, wait a second, wait a second. I have a way of being able to track uh, my ship. Because remember, don't forget um, the whole issue with how the pirates were able to kind of piggy piggyback into a carrier wave in order to get access was because they had then um, the, uh, with communication device with the ship. So Italian has that method too, so maybe he can be able to kind of track things down. Uh, just, just give me a second, give me a second. I can figure out and try to find out where the ship is. Now, okay, so let's see then, is uh, Isaac going to be willing to listen listen to reason or not? And so we need a compel roll, charm at this point, I think. Ooh, okay, that's heart, so okay, so it's uh, roll plus heart. His heart is a plus one. Um, so let's see how Isaac does on this uh, first roll. Uh, six, that is a strong hit. Wonderful, okay, changed my dice. That's why it's <laughs> going a little bit better. So on a strong hit, they'll do what you want or agree to your conditions, take plus one momentum. Okay, so we're going up to three. So, all right, Isaac, I have a method of being able to try to track my ship. Just let me have access to your computer and things will work out. All right, but there better not be any funny stuff because I am going to watch you like a hawk. 
All right, so then uh, Talion then is going to uh, get access then to the computer uh, and he's going to put in the uh, kind of the access codes to kind of give him some connection to try to figure out where his ship is at so he can try to try to locate it. So we are trying then to gain some information here at this point. Um, so we want its plus wits, okay? So his wits is plus one as well. Why am I picking these today? Okay, so this time we have a six, that is a weak hit, is a weak hit though. Um, so on a weak hit, uh, the information provides new insight, but also complicates your quest. Envision what you discover, then take plus one momentum. Okay, so he has located where the ship is at. Uh, and so he goes and he types the coordinates in um, to have it then kind of direct the ship then, the Isaac ship, over to where the location is at. Now, what is the complication going to be? When they arrive at the location, uh, Isaac does kind of a general scan of the area to see what's there, what's present, what's not present. Um, and then kind of he, on his kind of monitor screen, he kind of blows up the, the picture of the ship so that you can kind of see it in its, in its larger uh, vision. Um, and when that happens, uh, Isaac's face just kind of goes completely pale at that moment. And Archer is, uh, Italian is just a little bit kind of taken aback by this. He's not quite sure what's going on. And you can definitely see that, uh, that Isaac is kind of beginning to kind of twitch a little bit and just kind of looks like, he almost looks like he's seen a ghost in terms of his frightenness. Isaac, 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 calm, calm down. What's, what's the problem? We, 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 must, we must leave. We must leave immediately. We cannot stay here. We must leave. But, Isaac, that doesn't make any sense. Why must we leave? Look, look, look. You must look here. Okay, and so he looks down at the screen, and he sees that on the side of his ship, um, it looks like someone has tagged his ship. Um, okay, so someone's been here before us. That's not your mark, then, I'm assuming. So, okay, so another scavenger has come and some stolen, self, stolen some things off my ship. It's, it's not that big of a deal. No, you don't understand what, those, what, what, the, what, the, what that means, what that symbol means. What does that symbol mean? Okay, let's see what the symbol is of real quick. Uh, Oops, okay, so we want, uh, we'll need a descriptor and a theme. So a theme is of, of four, and a descriptor is 15, I guess. All right, so a descriptor is a four. Um, so advanced, ooh, that doesn't sound good. And then a 15, uh, advanced crime. Ooh, okay. It's, no, you don't understand. That is the symbol of the black sun. The black sun. I, I admit, Isaac, I'm not from this, this sector. I'm not quite sure what the black sun is. They are. You ran into the pirates. You had problems with the pirates. The pirates run away from the black sun. They are not the ones you want to mess with. You must, we must leave. We must leave immediately. Okay, Isaac, if you want to go, fine. But I'm going over to my ship, uh, and so uh, Italian is going to go and dress up in uh, a kind of a, a, a EVA suit, and he is going to leave. And uh, is Isaac going to stick around? I think it's unlikely that Isaac will stick around. Um, so is he going to stick around? Let's find out or not. Uh, so a 50, so he's, no, he's not sticking around. So he's like, if you want to go and risk your life for this 10,000 credits and, and, and all your missiles are not worth it to me, you must go and I'm leaving. All right, and so Isaac takes off. 
uh, and he just kind of leaves then uh, Talion. He has put on the EVA suit, uh, and he has kind of gone out of the ship, and he sees then um, Isaac's ship kind of leaving off into the distance as he moves and makes his way over then uh, to the to his ship itself, to the uh, to the Ectikisi. Uh, and he kind of arrives, and I think then as he kind of gets on the outer outer hull, he kind of puts his hand then on the side of it where the where the tag is at, and he kind of uh, runs his hand across, and he can tell that the uh, whatever substance that was used to kind of tag it, the paint, uh, is not dry yet. Uh, whatever was used, it's still not dry. Uh, and so it seems to be a relatively fresh thing. And so he begins then to kind of move himself over, and he's trying to stay very, very aware of the whole situation as he's kind of moving through. He goes over then to kind of one of the access hatches, uh, and he kind of opens it up. Um, and kind of begins to crawl in. And we, when he gets in there, he can definitely tell um, that uh, there's no atmosphere in this place, uh, that whatever atmosphere was here is kind of gone, kind of uh, the electricity has kind of been powered down, so there's not really a whole lot here that he's kind of dealing with. Um, and so he wants to then, I think, then kind of really get his ship systems up and running, so he needs to go and try to uh, do some repairs then on his ship. But he's also then wanting to kind of keep an eye out of whether or not um, uh, there's any trouble that is still present because he can see that some people have gone through here and they have definitely then kind of removed parts and things like that so he's not sure completely what's all here okay so the question is then is his presence immediately detected I'm gonna say it's a 50-50 chance let's find out uh, it's an 18 so no he is not immediately kind of discovered okay so good so he can kind of go in uh, and he's gonna kind of make his way down to the engineering section and he gets there he sees just kind of a complete mess that there's a lot of in things kind of been taken out but he does notice um, that he does think from what is present uh, he's gonna be able to kind of do some repairs so that's the first thing he's gonna try to do is just kind of get some energy back into a ship so that he can begin the process of reestablishing then the atmosphere here so we're gonna be rolling plus wits uh, and we are in the field, um, so okay, so it's plus wits that we'll be doing. Let's see then how he does, shall we? Plus wits is plus one. Okay, that's cocked, so I'll reroll that one. A five, okay, that is a miss. Ugh, not good, not good, not good. So on a miss, the repairs are not made and the situation worsens. Pay the price. Okay, so let's go ahead and pay the price. What is that going to be? Let us ask the Oracle for this one. So in a situation where that is a 67, and on a 67, you are harmed. Okay, so basically then I think uh, what happens is he's trying to kind of uh, get power back to the thing, so there's obviously going to be some kind of massive kind of spark that's going to be happening just kind of uh, kind of blows him kind of across the across the room, and he is going to take then uh, a little bit of damage, so his health goes down to plus two. Uh, however, though, he has got to get this done. He needs to repair his ship, and so he is going to try this once again. So let's see what happens. Plus wits again. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay, um, but we have momentum now. <laughs> So we're going to change that one into a four, and so that is then going to give us then a weak hit, and on a weak hit on repairs in the field, we do get back um, one point. Okay, and I think that is uh, kind of enough for us then to be able to um, get our... Uh, kind of electrical systems uh, going back up again, and, and that gets the process then of establishing some sort of environment in this particular place. Now, with the addition of both the, the explosion that occurred earlier, as well as kind of the systems coming back online, is his, um, is he noticed now at this point? Uh, before it was a 50-50, I think now we're kind of moving a little bit more towards likely. Uh, 
Um, so in a likely, yes. So he definitely has been noticed at this point. Now that Talion has kind of repaired the system, uh, the electrical system on his uh, on the Ektikisi, uh, he's ready to kind of get started then on trying to get the repairs done to the engine so he can get out of here. And so as he's kind of moving around in the engineering department, in uh, the engineering room, uh, he kind of turns around and then he notices then there's a figure standing there before him, uh, kind of about medium height, kind of medium build, just kind of staring at them. Uh, but the thing that probably catches his attention first is the fact that they they have a laser pistol pointed directly at Talion. I take it you must be Black Sun then. The figure does not say anything back in response, but just kind of points then the pistol um, in a way of kind of indicating the direction that they want Talion to move in. Uh, and so Talion kind of goes over in that direction, he places then uh, the, uh, the tools that he has in hand, he kind of places them down on the ground and begins to walk over to the area uh, that he was asked to move over to. Uh, not a talkative person, are you either? Uh, are you just a single individual or uh, there's a whole group of you here on my ship? It is not your ship. <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, Technically, legally, it is, um, but unless you are engaging in piracy, I guess I can't stop you necessarily. If it was your ship, you would not have abandoned it. Well, that, that is true, but I must say it was kind of against my will. Anyway, the laws of salvage declare that it is now the property of Black Sun. <laughs> well, is there anything that I can do to... Uh, kind of bargain with Black Sun in order to get uh, this ship back. Yes. Oh. Would you care to elaborate? Not at this time. Well, you certainly have me between uh, kind of in a difficult position then. How is it that we're supposed to come to any sort of agreement if we're not going to be communicating with one another effectively in terms of I make an offer and you either accept or reject or we barter and decide what is reasonable and fair. If you had all the information, that would be logical. However, you do not follow me. And so he will follow then uh, this individual uh, as they kind of move through the ship. And it's, it's kind of strange in the sense that they seem to have a lot of uh, um, very clear understanding of kind of the layout of the ship as it is. I see you've definitely made yourself at home and <laughs> kind of have figured this place out relatively easy. Hmm. Chit-chat. Yes, I have heard of such things. But no, I do not engage in such frivolities. Very well, then. Um, your name, please, sir, madam? I'm not quite sure. My designation is 63592. Ah, okay. I, I was unaware. My apologies. I was unaware that I was dealing with an artificial intelligence. And apologies are not necessary. In this circumstances, you were unaware of such a situation. Now you are. <laughs> yes, uh, thank you very much. Um, and then I think Talion just kind of kind of uh, walk in silence, kind of the rest of the way, uh, until he arrives at wherever it is that uh, um, that uh, K three five nine two is wanting to take him. And it appears that they have found themselves kind of at the bulkhead then of uh, Talion's own uh, kind of uh, room, his captain's suite, if you will, here on the uh, Ektikisi. Um, and kind of without even knocking, um, uh, K3592 just kind of enters right in. Um, and then Talion sees then a, 
a woman that's kind of sitting at his uh, at his desk uh, and going through various papers, and as he can kind of see and notices what's on them, uh, it's definitely been kind of uh, bills of laden, kind of his notes from uh, some of the places he's been uh, in terms of nothing that has related to any of his work, because he doesn't keep any of that um, around in this particular area to kind of be found, uh, but definitely kind of going through. So whoever is here, they're definitely reading through uh, everything that he's kind of gone through, at least within the last six months uh, of his locations, his logs, and all those sorts of things. Um, and kind of, I think, without uh, missing a beat, uh, the individual kind of uh, just continuing to read, doesn't even kind of look up at Talion, uh, just kind of responds, you must be the proprietor of the ship, or I should say the former proprietor of the ship. Um, what brings you back here? Uh, why, yes, I'm, I'm Talion, uh, Talion Archer. I'm the uh, captain of this, of this vessel, and uh, to whom may I be addressing? Yes, you may call me Captain Brianna. Uh, I am merely cataloging the events of this ship for when I... Oh, well, for my own purposes, let us say, because we'll use this as scrap. It's not that, that interesting of a ship after all, is it? <laughs> well, I think it all has to do with uh, one's own uh, perspective on things. Um, and I had been hoping to be able to, as I was talking to your companion here, K3592, um, to maybe strike some sort of a deal that we might be able to uh, um, regain then operation of uh, the Ectikisi. Ah, I see. Well, everything has a price, they say. It all depends. I think I can sell all this for scrap and make some money off of it. But what is it that you're willing to offer me? Um, well, I mean... I can offer you whatever it is that you wish you think it is worth in terms of scrap, and because I think it's, yes, just scrap, that's fine. Um, hmm. There sounds, seems to be a little bit more connection than just merely a ship to me. I'm not quite sure what it is then, but I think that mere money is not something that I would be interested in from you. <laughs> oh, well, my dear, my dear, my dear madam, my dear lady, um, uh, granted, I do, I do have a certain set of skills that maybe those can be of some service and of some use to you. I doubt it. Uh, you seem to be just kind of a bit of a vagabond going from place to place. Now, my only problems is occasionally threats from the pilots, but for the most part, they tend to stay out of the maelstrom, so I don't have much issue with them. But from the look of the state of the ship, you haven't had much luck with them either. Well, Captain Brianna, I... Uh, I think both of us then have an issue then with the pirates themselves. They have uh, also absconded with some things that I need. Um, and perhaps then that in my recovering of those items from the, the pirates, uh, we might be able to come to some sort of uh, mutual agreement with one another about how that payment can be taken care of. What exactly then is it that Brianna Keelan is interested in? So let's ask the Oracle to kind of find out. Let's do a, a theme and a focus. Uh, so we'll do with a two and a 98, huh. both ends of the spectrum this time. Okay, so a two is an advantage. And then a 98 is a weapon. Um, well, the pirates have somehow come across a technology that is unknown to anyone in this sector, that they have the ability to, um, with relative ease, be able to infiltrate our uh, 
our systems and to shut down ships and then to board them quite easily. It's almost as if they can take whatever it is that they want. That would definitely, would definitely be a problem that I'm sure. Um, perhaps then, when I go and try to confront the pirates and retain, regain what it is that they took from me, maybe I can find a way to uh, disable these mechanisms then of the pirates. Well, yes, you could do so. But when you do so, if you fail, your ship is simply gone and I lose any of the proceeds I would have had from selling. Well, I'll tell you what then, uh, Captain Brianna, um, let me uh, transfer over to you. 5,000 credits as a down payment of what I will be able to do for you. Very well, but I will insist that you take K3592 with you um, in order to ensure that my interests are looked after. Well, I promise you, Captain, that I will do everything in my power uh, in order to fulfill this mission and to destroy the weapon that they are plaguing this sector with, and I swear it. So uh, we are going to, uh, we vow to do the, to destroy the pirate weapon. I'm going to make this a dangerous vow. And so let us swear upon our heart, which is a plus one. Of course it's a plus one. Okay, that is a six, that is a weak hit. On a weak hit, you, you are determined to begin your quest with more questions than answers. Takes plus one momentum to visual what you was to do to find your path. Okay, so um, we're not quite sure exactly what it is we're looking for, how this whole system works. So we just know that the pirates then have this kind of capability to do so. Uh, and we do have then uh, K3592 uh, that is coming with us to give us some aid as we go and to attack them, the pirates and destroy their weapon. We're not quite sure what it is or how we're gonna do it, but that's what we're gonna be doing. So then uh, he's going to have to do uh, a little bit of more uh, repairs then on the ship just to make it kind of flyable. Uh, and then he is going to uh, approach where it's at. I think K3592 will be able to provide him with some, uh, some coordinates in terms of where uh, the pirates are often able to be found um, uh, so that he can kind of Try to sneak up on them, I think. Um, so let's go ahead and see if we can repair our engines. And we are having then some aid then at this point. So we are rolling then plus our supply because we're going to have a K3592 help out on this. Uh, so that's going to be a, a plus four. Uh, otherwise, uh, we might be sitting in dry dock. Um, so that is an eight. Uh, so that is definitely a strong hit on repairs. Uh, and in the field, a strong hit gives us uh, three points back. Um, so. Three. So with then the work of K3592, um, we are able to kind of get the engines back online, all good to go, uh, and we are then in the process of beginning to take out the pirates. So he's definitely then kind of wanting to make his way over to where the coordinates for this particular ship is at. Um, and so he is going to try to do this in stealth. Um, and in so doing then, we're going to um, try to secure an advantage um, with deception skill or trickery. So we're rolling plus shadow. Rolling plus shadow is, shadow is plus three. A four. Mother. Okay, so we miss. On a miss, you fail at, or your assumptions betray you pay the price. Okay, so, ooh. So the repairs that we made obviously then are causing us some issues. Let's see what those issues might be and let us pay the price by simply rolling on the fate charts that we come up with. That is a 53 on a 53. A friend, companion, allies in harm's way. Um, 
or you are if you're a friend, companion, allies in harm's way. Oh my. Okay. So then I think what uh, what happens is um, is definitely then because we have K three five nine two with us. Uh, what happens then is that the pirates uh, kind of immediately notice. Um, that the kind of electrical power signature that is present in the kind of the core then of K3592. Um, and so uh, it's almost no matter what it is that uh, that Talion tries to do with this ship in terms of maneuvers, he immediately kind of notices um, that they are uh, there. Uh, and so um, he is, I think, first he's going to attempt some kind of evasive maneuvers and see if he can kind of get out of the way of this. So we're going to undertake an expedition trying to go through then um, some what amounts to kind of hazardous terrain and the fact that they're there. You know what, let's, I take that back, let's go ahead and just do kind of a, 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 a battle, kind of a quick fight, uh, see if we can get past then um, the, uh, the defenses of the pirate ship. Uh, we know that we've kind of been found out, uh, but maybe then we'll be able to... Uh, Get past things relatively quickly. Yeah, fighting using trickery to follow your phone. Okay, so roll plus shadow, uh, which is a plus three because he's trying to uh, move away out of this, and that is an eight. That is a strong hit. Okay. Um, all right. So a strong hit. You achieve your objective unconditionally. Your allies who join the battle may take plus two momentum. Okay. So yeah. So we do. Even though we know we've been kind of uh, seen and connected, uh, we're going to then make sure then that we kind of do some uh, some fancy flying, as they say, uh, in order to kind of make our way around. Um, and then I think then what happens is we're definitely trying to kind of hide behind some uh, detritus that is sitting in the vicinity of this and kind of completely shut down everything at the moment. Uh, and even because of the fact that they connected to K3592, I'm gonna have her kind of shut down as well uh, as a part of this uh, as we kind of wait and kind of wait it out and just kind of give it five minutes, give it 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And it seems then that we haven't been discovered yet at this point. And I think that um, He's going to leave at, for now, K3592 power down, is only going to put on minimum systems, really just kind of thrusters, so kind of shooting out jets of air to kind of propel him, uh, the Ektikisi, in kind of the direction he wants to do. As they arrive then at this uh, kind of station, uh, kind of derelict that's kind of floating, serving as the space station then for the pirates. And I think that's where we're going to end this particular episode. We have K3592 and Talion just about to enter into the lair of the pirates. Will he be able to get back his ship? Will he be able to get back his cargo? Will he be able? Yeah, maybe free Brennan. Not one of his big priorities, but it might be a possibility. But, and maybe more importantly, is he going to be able to fulfill the vow that he made to Captain Brianna Keelan? Find out next time, and as always, thanks for joining me.